So I have been thinking about uh, carding um, and basically the interaction of people of color with police officers lately. So I thought, you know what? Let's talk about it. So another point that I wanted to talk about in just the black experience was recently the hashtag was trending, it's okay to be white. And so when I saw this, I just, you know, rolled my eyes. But then I, you know, got a little mad about it. And it's the privilege of that statement is just plain obnoxious. It is. It's just it's just obnoxious and it just basically says you don't understand what it means to be a person of color in uh North America and you don't want to. You just feel like you want to hang on to feeling okay about all the benefits that you have for being white. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to be challenged about it. You don't want to feel bad about the fact that other people, you know, have things less great than you, um, strictly because they were born into a body that was basically, um, through systemic racism, limits their opportunities and makes life harder for them and too bad that's my response to that too bad um you know saying it is okay to be white is like saying it's okay to be heterosexual we know we know it is um everybody knows it is like said no one ever yeah uh no one has to be like oh i'm you know i think there is actually an organization that's sort of like fighting for heterosexual rights you know nobody's mad at you people don't uh you know shun you and kill you and you know do those kinds of things because you're heterosexual you know nobody um you don't have to fight to be what's deemed as seen as the the standard or the norm um and you know these movements of you know the black lives matter and all these kinds of things are we're giving voice to the most oppressed people in society you know we're trying to have equality we're trying to um you know shed light on all the ills that are happening to them and we aren't blaming white people and if you feel like you're under attack um it's not that we are attacking you. We are just trying to remove the oppression. We're trying to take off the shackles. You know, there's so many limits that are being placed on us, you know, uh, systemically, socially. Um, and we are trying to remove those. We're trying to shed light on them. We're trying to make you think about them. We're trying to make the people in power that hold these powers, that hold this, these ideas without even realizing them. We're not saying that you're bad. Some people are just ignorant of the fact that they have these privileges, that there are these blocks in place for people of color. And we're just trying to show people that they exist so that we can change them. Just like that police force, you know, you can only change what you know 
you can only change those things that you are aware of and you know about. And so, um, you know, things are changing. The world isn't going to go back to when only white people, you know, dominate the laws and the media, the narrative and the history. You know, that's not going to happen anymore. You know, people talk about, oh, a simpler time. It ain't ever gonna go back that way there's i said it before there's gonna be a revolution there's gonna be a war people of color aren't gonna step back and be like you know what we're okay we're okay with you know not having the same access and rights to these kinds of things it ain't gonna happen never so stop complaining about it stop hashtagging oh it's okay to be white it ain't gonna happen it's not gonna happen our voices are gonna be strong they're gonna be stronger than ever you're not gonna silence us with the hashtag you're not gonna silence us and make it seem like we're okay with you know having less it's just not going to happen the inequality and unfairness it's never going to go back that way um it's the same thing with the inherent meaning of make america great again it's going back to that simpler time you know what like women not having the right to vote vote um you know having you know uh you know hiding the you know homophobia the you know the kind of um access to reproductive rights you know all these kinds of things it's just not we're not going to go backwards we're not going to have those kinds of oppressions anymore and so you know people of color have influence now and that's impacting white spaces you know into white culture and their sphere and you're going to have to deal with that white people um uh, it's not a bad thing it's going to be great we're going to have a great new look of what um our society and our culture can be because one voice is never better you know that old expression that two heads are better than one you know no longer are old white men gonna be holding the uh, power of what our world is gonna look like and for some people that's scary but I can guarantee you that it's gonna be great there are so many wonderful intelligent capable people of color that have everybody's best interests at heart and it's only going to help everybody's lives improve and be more fruitful and better to have them have a seat at the table of power and influence and so um i think that's that's really really important and i think that uh i hope everyone sort of understands a little bit better um what a typical day in the life of a uh, person of color is and uh, you know what we're trying to do with our passion and uh, influence and the change that we're trying to make um, you know it's gonna have a positive impact for everybody so thanks again for entering my Blackadian universe I'll talk to you next time so for those of you that don't know uh, carding is the practice of police officers to stop people at random, uh, not arresting them, um, and collecting their personal information for whatever reason these people are of interest to the police. And um, of course, the practice is not random. Statistically, um, it's been shown that um, young black men have been uh, the subject of these encounters predominantly. 
And so here in, uh, you know, Canada, we've sort of been trying to change the practice and we've made laws recently um, to in Ontario to sort of curb this sort of biased interaction amongst uh, young black men and the police. Um, there's been great advocates for this, uh, Desmond Cole and Suze Morrison as well. They've just been great at sort of shedding light on this issue and then sort of forcing the change of this, you know, practice that's been happening. And uh, one of the things that always stood out to me that was interesting was the description of carding. You know, it's always in everything I read, it's always highlighted that um, these people aren't arrested. Uh, so it's sort of, you know, implied there, they're sort of, you know, reading between the lines there that it's not that bad. They're not getting arrested. They're just, you know, getting uh, stopped by the police for, you know, frankly, no reason. It's just a racially biased thing. And um, I just thought it's still an uh, incredibly invasive, you know, unfair and racist practice. Uh, so why is it being highlighted that, you know, it's, they're not being arrested. And so, um, you know, the, the problem with carding isn't, you know, the police, it's um, racism, you know, they're in any organization, you're going to have uh, people that are racist. Um, and it's really just about, um, the power that they have and then they could wield it with um you know a racist influence and that's you know a problem you know, i think i spoke on previously about you know the whole starbucks incident and you know starbucks isn't to blame you know they're they just had a racist employee i don't think um you know they handled it appropriately by having sensitivity training sort of you know not shying away from it and i think you know the police absolutely need to do the same and something that uh, was very interesting and I, I, I understand this fear and I know I speak about it a lot it's just about how you know white people feel uh, afraid under attack if they are to voice these kinds of um, you know questions or you know uh, one of the the sad yet funny things that recently happened was this um, community in Canada, they were being very proactive, very positive, And, you know, they on this issue of carding, they said, you know what, we looked at our uh, department's um, statistics, and we found that we were racially profiling people in these random stops, we're gonna, you know, train our officers so that we can be better. Um, and have, uh, you know, less racist practices and so absolutely great good for that you know uh, section of the police for just you know really owning it and you know having some self-reflection for growth and change and the headlines and all the papers basically just said that this region's police are racist and I was like no these poor people um you know those poor police force you know they're trying to do the right thing they're you know have the right attitude and you know all people see if you don't read anything else uh, in the article was just that 
basically these people are racist and I was like you know what they're probably um, if you're a person a black men in that community you're probably gonna have you know a nice fair interaction with the police at this point because they're very mindful of it it's top of mind for them they've gotten some training you know they're being aware of their biases and I just thought oh my goodness these poor people how unfair that you know if you stop right there people are gonna be like don't go to that area don't go to that city super racist police so I think that's you know possibly some of the fear that people have of being honest about these kinds of feelings of course nobody you know wants to have that uh, that label on them and it's uh, the interactions with um, black men and, and police it's just the understanding that there's this white privilege that a, a black man you know with this oh it's they're not getting arrested it's uh, unfair because you know uh, <laughs> my friends and I would say that uh, you know a white person in the exact same situation of getting carded they would say what's the meaning of this I demand to know why you're sorry is that I'm changing my voice is my white my white voice uh, <laughs> they just you know they would you know sort of maybe fight feel more comfortable to fight back and be like you know what this isn't fair I'm not giving you my information and you know people just say why can't uh, you know a young black man do that because they know that statistically it's not in their best interest that fighting back or being seen as difficult as the police for them in the skin that they're in can result in uh, an arrest it can uh, result in violence and it can cost them their life they can be killed um, if this police officer feels that they're in danger um, from them being black and uh, you know statistically for black women um, it doesn't seem to be the same they're not subject to the same type of harassment in the numbers but you know we are not immune it does still happen and you know the say her name organization really highlights this um, just highlighting the fact that you know black women are still being perceived and you know are subject to racism from the police officers so it's just a, a something that we have to um, deal with in our, our daily life and I think that's something that people need to to keep in mind that we have different experiences than white people in these situations and we have to react differently because the consequences can be so dire for us